0: And welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Uh, Here your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred. Uh, Today, we continue our month-long one-year anniversary, uh, presenting a new audio drama here on the show, a celebratory work of incredibly dark and amazing fiction, Crazy Dog Audio Theater's The Salmon of Blackpool. I've had a lot of you out there uh, call or email me to ask about this, having heard some of his other uh, works by Roger Gregg, uh, the various timeouts, uh, The Adventures of Bill Lizard, Infidel, and of course Last Harbinger, which we had here uh, a few months ago. Salmon is, as you heard, uh, wildly different from this other work. It's terrifically and brutally real. But still quite fantastic in its own way. It's about the uh, would-be feel-good movie about an Irish movie star and his dying days. Uh, Last week we met Richie, who has been commissioned by Hollywood to write the feel-good story about Johnny Gallagher, the fiery dying man, a fallen Irish uh, movie icon. Today we continue to experience how difficult it will be for Richie to find the uplifting feel-good part of the story And the changes that he begins to experience as he sees Johnny uh, descend uh, with a degenerative uh, nerve uh, illness that reduces Johnny's ability to uh, feel, move, uh, do basic bodily functions. Enjoy the dark uh, and mature-themed program, The Salmon of Blackpool, Episode (laughs) 2.
1: Crazy Dog Audio Theatre, in association with RTE Radio, presents The Salmon of Blackpool, by Roger Gregg. Episode 2
2: I was scarred the first time I met you, Johnny. You literally left me with this scar on the back of my hand when you were smashing all the crystal. See? Oh yeah, you were a scary guy, alright. But still... I wasn't going to let the chance of a lifetime slip by. Somehow, someway, I had to write a screenplay about you. A happy, feel-good screenplay. (laughs) So, scene 57. Uh, A shot of you struggling to lift your leg, pulling it up like you're hoisting a lead-weight golf bag. Then we cross-cut to the salmon, and they're leaping upriver, leaping up out of the water, hurling themselves upward. Some make it, some don't. Some fall backwards, some fall into the rocks. Then the point of view cuts to our fish. We see what the fish sees as he charges up through the churning water. And he leaps up, up, up into the air. And we see the clear sunlight. And then in midair, it freezes. And then a slow crossfade to your dining room. And we see your hands frantically searching.
1: whiskey.
3: Marcella had me take all the drink away. She what? I'm sorry, Mr. Gallagher. I have to do what she says. No, you
1: don't! No, you don't! You do as I say! You refill the cabinet right now!
3: I can't. It's gone. It's what? It's gone. All of it? All of it. Oh, damn. that. Marcella! Oh, no, Marcella! Marcella! What? Get in here! Now! You at me, Mr. Gallagher. Where's all
1: my
4: drinks? I had it put away. It's in your interest. I'm in charge of my interests, Mr. Gallagher, please listen to me. As your nurse, I'm in charge of your health. And I know to you it might seem cruel, but the last thing you need is to aggravate your condition with large amounts of alcohol. I want a
1: drink, Marcella. I need a drink.
4: You have a drinking problem. Yes.
1: Yes, I do. And it's
4: my problem.
1: You're a nurse, and I'm a drinker, and I will drink! Your drinking is making it
4: extremely difficult for us to care for you.
1: it's not what I'm paying you for?
4: When you wake up soaked in your own urine, Mr. Gallagher, as you have done more than once in the past month... It's my condition. It has nothing to do with your condition. I I have the... It is because uh, you drink so much, uh, you black out and you piss yourself. uh, It needn't happen, and it shouldn't happen. Oh, come on! it?
1: Sinead, you, come on, kid. Come on, help me out here. Get the car go get some...
3: I can't, can, Mr. Gallagher. She will not assist you in this.
1: Now, you, Ryder, right Guy. Richie. What? Richie, Richie. Richie, 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 my, 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 my new best friend. You fancy
2: a drink? Oh, I don't know.
1: Mr. That. Ryan,
3: I'm asking you Leave him be,
1: Marcella. You leave him be. It's my right to drink. I'm a grown-up. What am I going to do? Damage my liver? I'm dying anyway, Right? Right?
4: We can't stop you, Mr. Gallagher. It's your choice.
1: There. Yes. It's my choice. Come on, Richie. You know what's going on here, don't you?
2: Yeah. It's your funeral. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my funeral. That's great. That's great. You got a car? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Then let's mean. get out of here. All right. Do you want me to? Yeah, give just your hand. Me. Right. Watch yourself there. There we go. Then we jump cut to a collage of a night in the town, and your character is wearing sunglasses so as not to be recognised. We pass dance clubs and restaurants and nightclubs. Finally, then there's a close up of our two mesmerised faces sitting in a bar. We're looking upwards, and the shot pans back to reveal the legs of a topless dancer in platform high heels.
1: I didn't think we had such beautiful women.
2: Well, uh, she's actually Russian, actually, Johnny. <laughs> it figures. Fantastic! Fantastic!
1: Makes you glad to be alive. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Can we bring him home? Oh, <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Marcella to approve of that. <laughs> Marcella, that woman's going to be the death of me. Oh, no fairness to you, Johnny. I think she is trying to keep you alive. alive. Richie, how I spend my last days is up to me. Right, you with me? I'm with you, Johnny, yeah. Okay, then, I've done some thinking, and here's my offer. Your what? My offer! You make sure there's drink in the house. Oh, I don't know if No, I... no, you, you you, do that for me, and I'll talk to you, okay? Tell you whatever you want. About your life? Yeah, sure, whatever. Is that a deal? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's
2: a deal. Yeah, I really need your story, because I got a... Oh, dear
1: God! Did you see what...
2: Gee, I'd say that takes some
1: serious over body strength. Russians, great gymnasts!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then we jump cut to a pencil scribbling frantically on a notebook, and slowly we pull back.
1: Right, okay then. You got him down.
2: Yeah, yeah, I got him down.
1: Next page. Let's see. Hmm. Oh, around that time, I also had to deal with that other moron, uh, Henry Sutton.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was your co-star in uh, Chaos 3, yeah. I like him. He's one of my favourite of all those new Irish stand-up comedians. Very, very funny. Funny?
1: Write this down. Quote, Henry Sutton is a completely talentless suck-up of the first degree, which, by the way, is how he got to where he is, fudge-packing that other queen. What's his name?
2: Oh, look, sorry, but this just isn't what I'm looking for.
1: What? You want the truth, right? That's what you said, the truth?
2: Yeah, but the truth I'm is... I'm telling you
1: the truth about all the scumbags out there.
2: Yeah, but I'm not interested in all the scumbags out there.
1: Ah, I see. Just the one in here, right? No, no, Oh, no, no, come on. That's what you think, right? Sure it is. And you know what? You're right. <laughs> I'm a scumbag, king scumbag. That's me. <laughs> ah, Sinead! Sinead! Where is she?
3: Yes, Mr. Gallagher?
1: <sighs> Give me another bottle. This one's empty.
3: Marcella and Dr Whitman have made it really clear that you drinking all hours isn't going to I don't care
1: any- about all hours. All the hours are mine from here on in, so whenever I say it's time to open another bottle, you get me another bottle, like right now.
3: Yes, Mr Gallagher.
1: You know, I, I, I don't know about that kid. Well, she's very pretty. Sure, but I swear she's under Marcella's thumb, you know. What? What, Ritchie? Go on, say it. What's wrong with you? <sighs>
3: Here you are, Mr Gallagher, a new bottle of scotch. Oh, it's
1: bad time. Just open, will you? Just, what's wrong with this twist, your damned thing?
3: Shall I open it for you? No,
1: no, I can still do this.
3: Mr I, Gallagher, I am here to help.
1: I don't need help.
3: Maybe your hands are just... My hands
1: are fine, they're still working. See, feel that? Feel that?
3: Yes, Mr. Gallagher, a fine grip
1: you have. Yeah, see, it's just in my fingertips. Mm, damn it. Here, look, I look No, I'll do this, I'll do this myself. Don't you know it's good physio for my fingers? It keeps them working. Ugh. I'm gonna open this if I have to use my teeth. Ugh.
3: Oh, that's only no for that, Mr Gallagher.
1: Oh, my own But I'm
3: you. here to help you.
1: Yeah, see? Oh, whoa, 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 Johnny, take it easy.
3: Mr Galloway, you should really let me do that.
1: Sinead, I'll do it. Uh, see, uh, half it's on the floor, but my glass is full. Uh, see, isn't it full?
3: Better than all of it on the floor and your glass empty. <laughs>
1: right, right. Anyone else want to drink, Richard? No, no, thank you. Sinead, come on, kid, join me. Come on, sit in my lap and I'll take you for a spin in my chair.
3: <laughs> no, we're together. Come I can't.
1: on. We'll race around.
3: I'd love to, but I have to work. You'd
1: love to. Mm. Working. Right, you're working. But... But I, what?
3: I just want to say... What? That I love all your films. I think you're really, really stunning. Great.
1: Great. Thank you, Sinead. Well,
3: it's true, really.
1: Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm touched in a truly profound manner. Sorry? Will we cry now? Somebody cue the violins, get a close-up, That's tear forms in beautiful girl's eye. Are you writing this down, Richie, for your movie?
3: I'm not crying, Mr. Gallagher. It's just very sad. You're a great talent, I know, because I'm a singer and I act.
1: Oh, you sing and you act?
3: I was in Tops of the Towns last year with Fimber.
1: Fim What's a fim
3: He's my fiancé. He sings as well in his own band.
1: Oh, really?
3: Yeah, he's been in three tops of the town so far.
1: Three tops of the town? Fabulous.
3: I could sing for you sometime if you'd like, you know, at the piano.
1: Why? Why would I want to hear you sing?
3: Well, because I'm...
1: You're what? Oh, come on, Johnny, give her a break, man.
3: I can't sing, Mr. Gallagher. I have talent.
1: Oh, sure, sure you do. Believe me, no one with any real talent lets themselves waste away in this place.
3: You do, Mr. Goddard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You got me there. (laughs) Wasting away. (laughs) You got me there. Go on then, play me one of your songs.
3: Okay, well, this is a new thing I've been working on, but Finbar thinks it's too weird.
1: Sure, just give us the song, kid.
3: As my toes touch the sea. I step from the shoreline to the waves, reach my knees. I wade in deeper. I'm going all the way. Your little stream with your little dreams can hold me back today. Just release me into the me out with promises I can't keep The ocean is calling Oh, let me go I wheel through the currents I dance through the waves Below me softly Kiss me with spray I leap to the sunlight from the wide open sea I'll never know. Just let this dream carry me. Ooh, ooh, and it goes on from there. But that's basically it. <laughs> Christ, a bike! You wrote that yourself? Yeah, well, I write loads of songs. Are they all that good? I don't know. Bimbar doesn't like them much, but he prefers doing cover versions. Your voice is fantastic. Thank you. So what do you think, Mr. Gallagher? Mr. Gallagher? Get out. What?
1: Get out. Go!
3: I don't understand what... You don't
1: belong here. You can be something.
3: Thank you. Maybe you'll come and see me then.
1: see you? I'm seeing you now.
3: No, I mean with Bimbar when he lets me get up and sing. What? His band is a residency every Tuesday, and he lets me sing The Art Time. Right,
1: you you don't want to jeopardise your residency.
3: But you should come and see. Just go.
1: Go!
2: Seeing you move like that, Johnny, right there in front of me, well, that's when I got the idea that if I really wanted to be a writer, a real writer now, I should just write the truth. I sat staring at my movie script on my laptop screen, hit the lease on all the stuff I made up about that little blue-eyed boy from Cork, and started writing down what was really happening here each day with you. A gamble, I know, Johnny, it wasn't what Sheldon wanted, but... That's what I knew I had to write. How are you, Sheldon? Hi, Richie. How are you getting on? You got the email, did you? The attachment opened okay? Yeah,
1: yeah, it opened fine and I got the first scenes you wrote and uh, I read them over.
2: knew what you think?
1: Well, I think I'm not getting
2: it. Uh, How do you mean? I mean dark, you know, there's no light in this thing totally depressing yeah but it is depressing i mean he's dying like yeah well we know he's dying richie look what you've given me here you know the thing opens
1: page one and he's like roaring drunk and he's trashing the place and he's throwing flowers and furniture around you got him in a rage here and he's then you have him like abusing this what this little servant girl kind of character you
2: got yeah right yeah well sinead well that actually happened like yeah well you
1: you have him hurling, like, empty bottles
2: at this girl. Yeah, well, he'd done that as well. And then he nearly hits her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Richie, you can't do
1: anything like that. But that actually happened. Well, that, you know, what's the deal with this servant character anyway?
2: Well, she's real. She she actually works there.
1: Yeah, well, i got to tell you, Rich, you know, I'm a bit worried about what you're starting
2: to do here. Yeah, look, there's no need to worry, Sheldon.
1: Rich,
2: it's, it's totally black. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah, but... I think the real story here is the profound story. What? Uh, well, listen, right. Think about it. The story that'll really move people is like the classic one about a man who's who's who was so rich materially, but he's so poor in spirit. Poor in what? Spirit. Like you know, he's 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 bitter and he's angry and he he's dying alone. He's unloved because he's never loved anybody else.
1: I get it it's like a it's like a Scrooge thing then
2: Scrooge yeah you know
1: that Scrooge guy you know the, with the ghosts and stuff well, what do you call it um, Christmas Carol
2: oh right yeah 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 Dickens yeah so I see
1: what you're doing you're, you're gonna have him like uh, be real all nasty at the beginning okay and then and then he's gonna have what some kind of dream or get visited by an angel or something towards the end and then and then he's gonna change and become a good person and he's gonna
2: find well, love right? well I mean the future's kind of up in the air he, he's gonna find
1: love right
2: I mean, the feel-good? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The feel-good. Yeah, right. Now, you're with me, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, wi- I'm with you, Sheldon. Yeah. Well, that's what I told Sheldon anyway. That's what I even told myself at the time, but sure. Well... Anyway, next scene. Uh, we cut back to that frozen still of the salmon. Now, it's his point of view, remember? And he's hurling himself through the raging white water... Then we crossfade from the white water into the white of the piano keys. Your character is trying to play the chords of Sinead's song.
1: Sinead? Sinead, is that you? No, Johnny, she's gone home. It's Dr Whitman and Marcella. Hello, Johnny. Oh, my medical support team.
4: Johnny, can I have a word? Mr Ryan, would you please wait outside? Sure. No, no, no. No, my, My friend stays here with me.
2: Is it okay if I stay, Doctor?
4: Yes. In fact, perhaps you can help us explain to Mr. Gallagher the seriousness of the situation. What situation? Mr. Gallagher, it is imperative that you let us do these neurologic examinations at (sighs) regular intervals. You just did one. Uh, No, uh, that was the NCV. NCV, whatever. Blood tests, urine tests, brain scans. Johnny, this is serious. Your nerve conduction velocity continues to show a marked decline. Oh, great. The disease is progressing through your body. There are the first indications that it's affecting your upper regions. Then you
1: idiots had to wire me up like a Christmas tree for 12 hours to figure that out. Look, listen. I used to be able to play this thing. Where's Jeanette?
4: Johnny, please, cooperate with the Dr Whitman. He's trying to help you. If you want to help me? Of course we then do. Then why don't
1: you do as I ask?
4: That's not an option. It's simple. I've explained to you the ethical and legal position.
1: I don't care. Just give it to me and I'll do it myself. Richie here can do it.
4: What? No, I don't... I'm
1: sorry, Johnny.
4: We cannot possibly countenance assisting you in then this. Then what
1: good are you people? There's no cure, is there? Right? Did I miss something? Is there a cure? No. Daddy's not here. Then why am I paying you people?
4: We're here to help improve your quality of life. Our quality
1: of life? What quality of life? I can't even wank properly anymore. And who disconnected my porn channel? Please. I didn't say to do that. And somebody did. And I want it back on. Now. I need a drink. Richie, pour me a drink.
2: Johnny, come on. Did Just you... do it. <sighs>
4: Look, Mr. Gallagher, I don't blame you. Rage, anger, denial. It's perfectly understandable and justified in the circumstance. To be frank, I can't even begin to imagine how awful this must be for you, a man of your creative talent. But believe me, a patient's attitude, your attitude, can have a major impact (laughs) on...
1: On what? How long before I choke to death? This is what happens in the end, right? Did you know that, Richie? Yeah. In a few months I won't even be able to swallow my own spit.
3: But we can help. Help? There are many procedures now. <laughs> Respiratory suction devices, ventilatory assistance. We can make incisions and insert a breathing <gasps> in tube to
1: prolong your life. Prolong? Being kept alive? When you should just be allowed to slip away? I've seen it.
2: You have, Johnny? Yeah.
1: Look, I don't want to go through any more tests. I don't want to be prolonged. I don't want that to happen to me. Just don't do it. Mitch, you won't let him, will you?
4: Your drinking heavily is helped me. If I want to drink, I'll drink. We have medications that can help. I don't want them. Then at least take the Rilazole to slow the disease and prevent the spasms. I don't want it. You may. When you begin experiencing seizure, they can be quite violent.
1: Great. I look forward to it.
2: Then we zoom into the white of the piano keys, then it cross fades into the white water, which is being relentlessly churned and agitated. And then through the pounding mark of the water, suddenly the eye of the salmon. Extreme close-up now taking up the entire screen. And there's terror and anguish in the eye, but, but there's also resolve. And then the eye is pulled back into the white mark. It surges and swirls, which crossfades into the close-up of a drink being poured.
1: You still here with you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm still here, Johnny.
2: Uh, Johnny, I've been thinking, you must still have some friends in Cork, right?
1: Yeah, you want a drink?
2: No, 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 thank you. not oh, Come no. on, what kind of Irish writer are you? <laughs> you don't drink. <laughs> you know, I drink, like, but uh, just not when I'm working.
1: Right, work. Everybody around here is too busy working to have a friendly drink with me. Maybe I should hire some professional drinking buddies. Oh, why don't you? Uh, been there, Richie. Toadies, fans, hangers-on. Party girls. Parasites. I spent the first half of my career acquiring them, and the second half shaking them off. What about your ex-wives? Let me tell you about my wives. Let's see. My first wife was old-fashioned. No matter how many I brought home, she just didn't like any of them. Not one single one. And your who? My girlfriends. Oh. I just wouldn't give any of them a chance, you know. (laughs) (laughs) My second wife, now she liked my girlfriends too much. One in particular, if you
2: know what I mean. Oh, yeah, 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 I read about that one, yeah. Yeah. What about your third wife?
1: I had a third wife? Hell, I don't even remember. I was partying a lot around then. Who was she again? Cindy or Mindy or Topi or something? I asked one of my lawyers, you know.
2: And uh, what happened then? Like after that? Then what? Well, did you have more relationships? I
1: had sex with people. That's what you mean. And I gave up bothering with their names long, long ago. Oh,
2: so that's why you became, a, you know, a recluse. Then never going out. You know, never seen anyone socially unless there was a, a hidden agenda. There's
1: always an agenda, Richie. Always.
2: What's your agenda with me, Johnny?
1: You. Hey, you're my best friend, and I'm hoping you'll pull the plug. <laughs> Come the time. Oh, yeah. Worms squirming under my skin. You see that? Yeah. You see that, huh? Or Marcella called it? Vesiculations or something? Yeah, it's like involuntary twitching. Oh, well, I ain't doing this on purpose. Ugh, look at the muscles. Good. I see the palms. Palms are my hands now. Full of hardware squirming and squirming right through me, and I'm, I'm not even in the
2: in the ground yet. Easy, Johnny. Come on, there, easy. Look, are you okay, Johnny? What's the matter, Johnny? You okay? Do you want a drink of water or something, Johnny? You all right, Johnny? Johnny, Marcela! Johnny, I don't know what's wrong with him. He's just don't freak okay. out, there. He's alright.
3: Right. Hold his head, Johnny. his no. head back.
2: Johnny, just breathe. Ah.
3: Let, let me die. Johnny, just take a breath.
1: Let, let me, me die. Let me die. Let me die. Let me die. Let me die. You have been listening to episode 2 of The Salmon of Blackpool by Roger Gregg featuring the talents of David Murray, Sarah Green Michael Sheehan, Morgan Jones Georgina Miller, Liam Heffernan Roger Gregg and Paul B. Lennox Our sound engineer was Mark McGrath The series was recorded on location with post-production in Crazy Dog Studios The Salmon of Blackpool was written, directed and produced by Roger Gregg Find out more Crazy Dog Audio theater.com
0: And that was the conclusion of the second episode of Crazy Dog Audio Theater's The Salmon of Blackpool, the dark drama of a man sent to write a feel-good story in a world that just is anything but feel-good. Uh, it's a tough story to stomach, but as I'm sure you experienced, it's absolutely entrancing, and we'll be hearing two more episodes of it here on Radio Drama Revival. Next week, we spend uh, more time with Johnny Gallagher, and several things uh, collide in the story, and we learn more about the challenges Richie must go through to create his script, uh, the conflicts that he faces. Uh, If you can't wait that long, or if you want uh, to catch up on last week's episode, if you missed it, you can check it out at the podcast and blog, www.radiodramarevival.com. You can, of course, read more audio theater news reviews and discussion there, as well as subscribe to the weekly show and if you prefer, recall, you can always find us on the iTunes store. Search for Radio Drama Revival. And that wraps it up for this week's show. Until uh, next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week.